Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. Uh, this week, my guest is John Heaney. Uh, John, tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll, we'll have a chit-chat about something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, thanks, Glenn, for having me on. It's always fun to get on these and talk with fellow investors and learn a lot of stuff going on. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're out of Ingersoll, Ontario. Uh, we live between here and Huntsville. We have a cottage up in Muskoka and uh, have four kids, a wonderful wife and uh, a business, uh, two couple businesses. We have uh, a real estate hold business, which is Tranquility Enterprises. And then we have a, a really great uh, little lending business called Glenroe Lending. So we're former dairy farmers uh, back in the day, left a five generation dairy farm back in 2014. And Got into the real estate world about 2010 and we haven't looked back. So we're really uh, looking forward to what's ahead, building our kids into our business and uh, enjoying life right now. That's awesome. I was actually at a dairy farm this weekend. I don't want to go to the dairy farm path, but <laughs> I was blown away by like the, the sophistication, right? Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, the technology is really caught up there to make it a lot less uh, labor intensive than what it once was for sure. <clears throat> so John and I, we met each other and actually in person right um got to hang out for a weekend um uh i don't know you want to talk about it you want me to talk about it <laughs> yeah no the, the florida mastermind brady mcdonald put this wonderful event on i think it was you've been to two of them i guess i was in the second the second one the second version of it in cape coral and just a wonderful opportunity to get uh, some canadian uh investors right up your alley glenn down into the u.s and uh you know, putting these guys into a, into a, a house for a couple of days and we got some great contacts made, some listen to some opportunities that are down there and they literally helped us start a business uh, in the US. So yeah, great, great opportunity. But I loved it from the contacts and the Rolodexes of people that we can get uh, in touch with and uh, the systems that they had were fantastic. It was fun. I think that's one thing that a lot of people skip over and they, they don't yeah. realize that's like, that for me is the same reason, the point. It's like the content's great. Yeah. You listen to the speakers, but it's about building your Rolodex, meeting like people, <laughs> making yeah. communication. And um, I always leave fired up when I oh, come, yeah. when I leave there the next like two weeks, I'm like, I'm on fire. I'm motivated. I'm yeah. like, oh, we were just talking about this before we started, start doing like um, exercise. And um, Brady was putting us through this hard habit challenge. So yeah. we were, uh, uh, what was it? It was like, I think it was five points, right? So we had a yeah. drink of, it's a liter, three liters of water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exercise. Reset, yeah. Exercise. At least 10 yeah. minutes of a book. And yeah. what's the other parts? Uh, exercise to um, water. Take uh, a picture of yourself. Take a yeah, picture. Take a selfie. Okay. Yeah. You were supposed <laughs> to, aren't you taking a picture of yourself? You should be. You're beautiful. <laughs> I haven't I, I missed the selfie part. I didn't do the selfie. <laughs> but oh the diet yeah. read yeah. books diet social drinking only no social drinking yeah. yeah 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 and that was those are the it's not that difficult but the whole thing was that it was a line that if you didn't do it for 60 days straight you have to you have to start over so that's really the challenge of that right so <laughs> i think a, a lot of us are on that face facebook group and we're we're finding the difficulties with that and uh, encouraging one another at the same time so but well yeah. and that's the thing it's it there's we're all doing real life right um, yeah. when you're in like vacation mode down in like Cape Coral, Florida, um, yeah. it, you know, yeah, you can get your butt up and get going, but then, you know, there's life and kids and, yeah. and work and everything yeah. else yeah. you're trying to fit yeah. this around. Yeah. Right. 
I think I think one of the other things that I really like, Glenn, was um, with this mastermind. We actually had a webinar last night to some of our followers, and we're talking about it. And um, you know, one of the things I think that uh, a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we're into coaching and we're into helping people, and we're constantly giving out. And for me, it was a bit of a, a lack of realizing that I'm giving out so much, but how much? How am I being fed? Right. And I went down to Florida and I, I literally told the group, I hope I'm the dumbest guy in the room. I think I probably was. No, but... you weren't. You weren't. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I, that was my intention. You definitely weren't. You're one of the guys I picked out to come on the show after. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, you know, nonetheless, it was the intention of really being fed, right? And how the importance of it is to kind of make, if you're giving out, you need to put in and, you know, even when we're, you and I have a lot of experience in real estate, but we always need to be coached. We always need to have this continual, uh, you know, rubbing shoulders with people who are doing what we're doing and how healthy that really is. And I came home, you know, I've got all these new connections to yourself and a few other people that I'm really connected with, and we're still talking and running deals by each other. And it's just been a wonderful uh, addition to the mindset, I guess, to be able to keep going. Yeah, <clears throat> totally great. Totally. I get, yeah. So fired up. And then, the the people you meet and then um the the uh, different opportunities you're kind of exposed to too right yeah for sure yeah yeah there's lots there like airbnb long terms you know i i really personally got uh, really involved with marson droats um he's the the um the capital raising course that he has the m1 circles and into the longer term apartment buildings but um i that was probably the highlight for me was realizing i think glenn that you know, I always talk about this, that real estate is not really real estate investing, it's capital raising. <laughs> Everything that we do in real estate investing has to do with capital raising. And, you know, you can buy apartments, you can do Airbnbs, you can do short-term rentals, you can do fix and flips, you can do rent to owns, but it's all the same common thing about raising capital. So I came with, that was my action step. I guess the biggest one was, you know, I went right to Marson and he has this wonderful course and you know, he's literally, we've hired him to train us to raise capital. And I think it's, that's really been a, a really exciting thing for me to keep going. Yeah. You know, that's the thing, right? Like even, it doesn't matter what level you're at. Um, okay. There's always something to take away. Yeah. Um, even I uh, had some people take my course and they were like, people have been on the show and they're doing multifamily syndications. And I'm like, first of all, I remember the first week I was like, no offense, but, but what are you, what are you doing here? And they're <laughs> like, you know what? You have 12 weeks. If I pick up like one little thing, it could Absolutely. turn into yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars of savings or, you know, additional revenue or yeah. yeah. And it's, it, that's the mindset to be in. I think that's why we were in down there in Cape Coral. It wasn't to, you know, learn everything from that course material. Yeah. The, the people yeah. that would do the course material and then at five o'clock disappear. I think they left a lot on the table. I know yeah, no, it, you know, it was great. You know, for me, it was, it was different. You have a lot more experience in the U.S. than I do. I haven't really dabbled into it. And to me, it was like a, a leap of faith. Uh, I liked what Brady, I like Brady. I think he's really driven and has a lot of great stuff. He's constantly, constantly on Facebook giving us education in which I gravitate to that because, you know, what we do, we serve people. We want to share. And I think that was one of the things I was really impressed with too, Glenn, is, um, you know, not only us that were there at that mastermind, but most of us that are in our, our level, they have the attitude that they want to help other people learn more than ever before, right? And it's not about making another dollar. It's not about having another property. It's about 
there's more gas out of the tank for us and more excitement for us to have somebody else learn our trade, learn what we're doing, share that knowledge and see them succeed. And that's, that's what's really exciting about that. And I really sense that. I love that about Brady. One other thing I really liked about it too, that helped me. And I think I kind of know this and we get this from our coaching and our coaches that we have, you know, just the, that, that little tidbit of information, but also that little bit of thing that we need to do every single day. You know, I think so many things, you know, you think you feel overwhelming, overwhelmed with a lot of the information, but, you know, I've, I've come home and, and I've learned to divide my day into little 10 to 30 minute increments. And, and when I'm done that, I got my, I ran my timer this morning, Glenn, I was running 15 minute increments on things to focus that I need to get done, little, little things that will get me for that much further in each, each avenue that I'm going after. And it's amazing how much you can get done in a day with that. But this, this is a marathon, man, right? It's a marathon of real estate investing. It's not a race and every little bit you run as a pack, you know, you work together like you and I, and all these guys together, we do the same thing. And little steps at a time every single day gets you a long, long way. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't take as much time as a lot of people think, um, exactly. especially like I'm big on trying to scale this thing out and not actually do anything <laughs> to, to get someone else to do all well, the work. You know, right? it's too funny. It's too funny. I was laughing at you when we were down there and I think you were one of the first, one of the first speakers on the first day. And, and you know, we were all mesmerized by the fact that, okay, well, I'm, I'm working like four hours a week or, you know, you're working, trying to get towards four hours a week. No, no, no. I work like two days. I work, I work Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, well, it was a whole lot less than the most of us. Let me tell you that. And, yeah. and just the fact, you know, even this afternoon or this morning, you're telling me you want to take the summer off. How cool is that, you know, to be with your kids? And yeah. it's what we do this for, man, isn't it? It's to try to get freedom and to, to be free to, to spend time with the people that we care about, for sure. Yeah. So... You met, you touched on this briefly on the, just in passing, but um, you said you're starting a U.S. real estate thing. What what do you what what are you trying to do? When I started investing in the U.S., I did it by myself and had to go through the growing pains of doing that. GlennSutherland.com/coaching, a 12-week coaching program done one hour per week over Zoom from the comfort of your own home. Classes are kept to five people to be able to answer everyone's questions. Shortcut the process. Make fewer mistakes. Curriculum available at glensutherland.com slash coaching. Yeah, um, I think that my interest lies in the Airbnb space. Um, yep. We have a really great little lending business here. We have about 170 clients that we work with. We raise capital for short-term mortgages for people that are flipping houses across Ontario and into Manitoba and Alberta. It's about a $23 million business, I think now. So we've done that in a couple of years. And, and I, I, I just keep thinking about those people, <clears throat> how I can serve them. And, um, you know, we, we love this idea of the Airbnbs. And I think I have a lot of uh, interested joint ventures. I probably will do joint ventures with a lot of it, I think. I have a couple of American investors that are ready to go off the hop and, um, you know, want to buy a couple of two or three, maybe four or five of them at a time and get into the Airbnb space and then be able to share that with people who I'm involved with, right? So we learn how to do it a couple of times and then say to our investors, hey, you know, interested in having a business in yep. the States that you can make money at. You don't necessarily have to do all the homework for it because we've got it all prepared and, you know, the business is set up for us. We can do all the work for you, but I'll capital partner with you and you can have a place that you can go to stay in Florida for nothing. And, uh, you know, not only that, Glenn, I think the other thing I like too, is if I have 15 or 20 of these things, I can give them away, right? Give a week away. If there's nothing, you know, there's 70% occupancy, there's 30% that's free. 
Yep. Somebody that really needs it. Like, again, it's the spirit of giving, right? And sharing and helping other people to get to this that they may be not able to. So I love that space. Um, I love the long-term ideas. And then I think the other thing that's probably my most most uh, um, exciting thing is the, the apartment space and working with Marcin on that. He's got a lot of experience in that game. And we're, we really want to, I have some bigger, larger investors that want to partner with us to do some apartment buildings and some flipping and burning with those. So, so the, the apartments, <laughs> are you going to do those in Canada or the U.S.? Oh, so totally in the U.S. Yeah, like it's crazy good down there. You know about that. So I'm, I'm kind of done. I, I, you know, we have a lot of good stuff going in Alberta. I have a wonderful portfolio of properties and we're doing a bunch of flips. And, you know, here I am this morning. I'm <laughs> pulling my hair. Sorry, I don't have any hair left. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, here I'm doing a, mor- a mortgage application to do buy a couple of properties with our kids. You know, we're doing some joint joint uh, mortgages with them and oh the the pain of that it just it just it's one of the it's become i remember you saying this in florida how you hate paperwork and you hate mortgage applications right and i'm I'm thinking i'm doing this and this is i'm glad this morning it's just like driving me crazy going (laughs) for applications and you know you go to the states and my gosh it's so much easier and like it was like a almost a phone call a couple of documents an application to fill out that was like one page versus umpteen oodles of things that we need up here. It's just so much easier. So I'm kind of done. I think um, we'll continue on in Alberta as it goes well, because it's so established there. But as far as new investments, I think the States is the way to go. I really do. Yeah. So in, in like on the, the lending side, depending on how you're lending, a lot of times uh, it's, you, you're not personally qualifying for these loans so it's oh it's a lot less paperwork right um yeah i think they you know from my experience i dealt with a couple people now and they they look at your resume they look at your experience they look at your website oh my gosh they, they took our website uh glenrolending.ca and and they started to look at like we've done a, spent a lot of money and a lot of time putting that into a really nice website and they could tell right off the bat that we had experience right and and boom they they people are lenders as you know in the States, especially, they're looking for people like us. There's a shortage of people like us that can do these projects. And, you know, a bank wants, a bank's number one asset is the mortgages that they put out. So they're hungry for people like us to come and get them. Yeah. And you, yeah, they, they are going to Google you too. You touched on that. Um, and they do. And, and it, it, it always, it always surprised me because they even, uh, some people are like, oh yeah, and they're kind of not really giving you the time of day, and then uh, they're doing their due diligence of googling you, and all of a sudden you get the call, and they're like, you're everywhere. <laughs> they're like, I tried yeah. to see if there was anything on you, and it's just it was just pages of pages yeah. of stuff, right? Um, it does yeah. help you; it helps your credibility. Uh, well, the- it just makes you also aware of how important your reputation is, right? And I, I've always, everybody knows this. You know, you spend. For me, it's been 58 years of, of building a really solid, good, solid reputation. And it only takes us like three minutes to destroy it, right? Yeah. So you, you're careful and mindful of what you get and when, what, what the Google review is like. You know, we talk about this with Airbnbs. You want good reviews. Well, you know, the more that you're on social media, the more that you're on doing stuff like this, it's, it's important to build that reputation. And that, that in turn now has turned around to become a really good mortgage application thing for us, right? It's actually helping us borrow money and getting us the credibility that we need that people can trust us to take their money and make something out of it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, and being being smart about all that stuff too, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. teaching class on that this morning because yeah. uh, there's yeah. a lot of mistakes you can make doing uh, the social media posting. Um, yeah. But so, you know, 
I'm always baffled when I hear, uh, not baffled, maybe that's not the right word, but when I hear people who've had like really successful like Canadian businesses, like in Alberta yeah. and stuff, and you touched on like the mortgages are a lot easier. Is like that, that the main reason why you think in the US over like, because you could do Airbnbs in Canada yeah. too, right? Yeah, I just think, um, you know, when we were first there, I think one of the first things that Brady said to us was 10 times the people, 10 times the money. 10 times the op opportunities and 10 times it's it's 10 times easier and when you start start thinking about that and thinking okay well you know do we have like there's what 12 main banks here in canada and there's thousands of them in the us right that you can go yep. to for money private lenders are more plentiful They're like i don't know when i went to florida and i started to listening to those guys that have been working down there like the there, there's just people that are just oozing with money that are looking for people to they need to place it. it yeah and they it's, there's so much money that's sitting around it's just you got to get to the right people in the right context to, to kind of get that out but it just seems to be you know we can get so much more done and you know i i think of it this way glenn i think i can do one and it takes a lot of work in canada i can do the same amount of work and my return on time on probably 10 deals at once you know we can go and we can we, we can go easily and get 10 or 12 airbnbs tomorrow with even the stuff that i have set up now i just got to get my business together and boom we'll have 10 more properties whereas that would be a chore up here i think you know so when they say 10x it's true you know you, you hear grant cordon talking about this <laughs> all the time and people who have who have been you know even yourself look how many deals you've done in the us compared to to what you used to do in Canada. It's just, there's so much easier to put together, right? So you tend to gravitate to that and you know, you, you get 10 times the reward, I guess, as well. And I still go back and saying, look how many more people I can serve, right? And can give this opportunity to that we've been blessed with to have the knowledge of that we can share with other people. It's, it's funny you mentioning the Canadian to US thing. A lot of people are like, oh, honey, when did you start in real estate? And I, you know, try and figure out the date, right? But you're like, well, that's not really when I was doing Canada, it wasn't I was doing real estate, but it, it yeah. was um, it wasn't a business at that point. It wasn't it wasn't scalable what I was doing, yeah. like buying a house like once a year. And, you know, it, it just it didn't have the same thing it involved me all the way through it. Yeah. And one of the things that helped me is just by being far away, it yeah. forced me to step this all this up, step systems up, set things yeah. to talk. And you just you didn't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have the choice to yeah. be that on-site guy anymore. That's right. Yeah, it's all about teams. It's about getting good people and systems in place, right? For sure. It's an interesting comment um, last night uh, on this webinar that we were talking about Florida again, and and uh, one of the questions that came up on the webinar was, what was the biggest barrier for you to get into the U.S. or what do you think is the barriers, biggest barrier for people to get into the U.S. And I thought about that quickly, and you know, the first thing that came to my head is fear. You know, they they just are. I can't do that. I don't know how to do that, or I'm I'm scared to do it. It's something I've never had any experience with. Well, you have to get rid of that mindset, right? You have to believe that you can do this. You you take action. You take a leap of faith. And this is exactly what I did with Brady. I said, this is the, my entry point into the U.S. is to go and surround yourself with people, build some relationships, put some contacts and some systems together, and trust. That those the, those people will take and it's amazing how it just all come it comes together and it's just like all of a sudden when i was in that room i had this feeling that i'm taken care of right my my dream has come true i don't need to worry about this i don't need to be a master of everything i need to be you know an entrepreneur and 
this is one of the best definitions of an entrepreneur that I've ever been able to come up with is an entrepreneur has a team of people that have that make a bunch of decisions on their behalf that all we have to do as the boss or the entrepreneur in the position is to approve the decisions that people make for us right like i i have no idea i'm not a big flipper i haven't done a lot of experience with that but i'm more in the lending side of it but you know i know that i can go to there i'm not going to tell them how to do their job but i know they got it taken care of right i'm not going to go down to and on these airbnbs and tell them how to build an airbnb i'm not going to go to cone the property manager guy and tell him what he needs to do for clients to pull into these houses but i know i've got that relationship and that they've got the experience and i said yep sounds good to me off we go right so you have to have that hands off i think to get over the fear that you can't do it all right you can't right but there's all kinds of people that are out there that will help you put that system together and that team together and you'll get an awful lot more accomplished as a result Oh, and yeah, I get the same thing. Exact same thing. Fear is the number one thing because you, it all roots because you say, what is it? Why aren't you doing it? And they go, oh, I'm, I'm worried about double tax. And well, that's easy. Just hire, here's, here's the contact. Yeah. Talk to this person. You, you won't, you'll set your stuff up right. You want to do it, get double taxed. And you're like, oh, well, what lending? Well, lending's easier than in, in Canada. It might, it's more expensive, but it's, it's way easier, right? And, yeah. you know, a lot, of these, a lot of these questions, they just have this wall that they, if you actually... Oh, I was actually trying to train my kids to do this is to break down problems. What is sure. the underlying yeah. thing? And then just start working your way through each piece of this thing. Cause you know, investing in the U S is too big of a, a thing to tackle. Right. But you, you break it into smaller things and then yeah. you can start working on each smaller thing and they might break into smaller things. And you realize that all these tasks are not hard, just like you with your 15 minutes on each thing, you can get through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the same thing with that, you know, you do you do one property, you do the same thing over and over again. So you just got to get it figured out once and then you can do it for 100. Right. It's as simple as that. And uh, yeah, you just rely on these other people to do these things that you don't think that you can and it eliminates the fear. Yeah. To go back to your short term rental thing, um, are you thinking like you're just going to pick a specific market in I don't know, Florida or wherever you kind of try and ah. spread all over the place? Or what's the, what are you kind of thinking there? Yeah, that's a good, good question. Um, I think you have to start somewhere. And I, I think, you know, a lot of people ask me, I kind of make answer this question by going back to what I do and why I do in Alberta. You know, like I've, I've been in Alberta since 2010, all the way through the ups and the downs. And it's, it's been a great market and it still is continued to be a great market. But the reason I keep going back there and people ask, well, why do you continue to invest in Alberta is because I have a wonderful property manager. I have a wonderful team of people that are already set up in there. So the minute that I go to another market, I have to start another team of people, you know, and this is what I was really impressed with, with Cape Coral, you know, like they Roland, like Cone Rollins is I've interviewed him and I've had, he was actually on our webinar again last night. And I went down after the, after the mastermind, I went down and had a, a day with him towards the property, listened to him, met his people and he's got property management figured out, right? He's, he's really, really good at it. And I've had a number, I think, all, you know, when you get as much experience as you and I have, you start dealing with what's good property management and what's not, and you can begin to pick it out in a real hurry, who's good and who's not. So that's a big part of it. You know, Cape Coral, it, it becomes a question of why Cape Coral? Um, you know, I love the fact that it's underdeveloped. You know, 50% of the, of the, of the, the land is 125,000 square miles of area, that 50% of that, there's so many empty lots down there, it's unbelievable. 
So it's untapped. And I feel like we're getting a little bit ahead of the wave as opposed to going to Orlando or Miami Beach or something like that. There's opportunity there. You know, there's, there's a really great slide that it's one of the top 10 cities to invest in, to retire in, to own a boat in. Uh, you know, they're, 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 the affordability, it's one of the most affordable cities in, 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 uh, in the US right now. So that makes sense to start now. You know, I keep asking myself, you got to, once you get the systems down, once you get the base down, then you can start and look at, at other areas. And, you know, certainly areas like Scottsdale and, and Malibu, I'd love to be in California. You look at restrictions and, you know, Cohen's really quick to point out about Florida, how unrestrictive it is in the Airbnb field. You know, they don't have the regulations. There's a lot of that coming. There's a lot of that coming to Canada. I saw an article that in uh, in the, I think it was the Globe and Mail now that they're going to start to really start to put the cramps down on Airbnbs here in terms of how long you can rent them, et cetera, et cetera. Well, so, you know, I think there too, the restrictions, yeah. right? The, yeah. the restrictions were that, you know, just being around these people that are doing it, you can yeah. skip a lot of steps, right? Not the same thing as hiring a coach or whatever. You can skip a lot of steps. But um, one thing I didn't realize, remember, we, we they brought it up was Cape Coral, you can do daily rentals. In Fort Myers, it has to be weekly rentals. And if you went to Naples, it was monthly rentals. Right. right? And so just, you know, otherwise, you, you didn't go to something like that. You might have just wasted your time looking for Naples and you get to the end and they go, yeah, it's monthly rentals at this condo or whatever you bought. Right. And yeah. you're like, well, I gotta start over again. I just wasted my time. How valuable is your time? Right. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, it is. And, and I think you gotta, I just want to make it easy the first go around. And I think the other thing too, I kind of went with the attitude. And, and when I talk to people about investing as joint venture partners on this too, you want to buy the business first and the vacation rental second, right? You don't like everybody saying, Oh, I'd love to be in. Well, I, I talk about Malibu. One of my mentor would really like to have a place in Malibu. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's great. But not so sure that we can get one there with, you know, is it, is it a good business? Do the numbers work on this first, as opposed to buying with a vacation rental mind in, 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 in mind? And the answer to that, you know, this is really cool, Glenn, because you can buy Airbnb businesses, Airbnb businesses, and as long as they're generating the income, the income stays in the States, you can go wherever you want, rent somebody else's Airbnb, right? That can be your, you can use the money that you're making in the business of Airbnb to go and enjoy the vacation rental of the Airbnb somewhere else where you choose to go. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to go rent the place you own, right? It's a business first and a vacation rental place option second. Well, I, I get that question all the time because I do a lot of Ohio investing and they're yeah. like, Ohio, well, you can't vacation there. And I'm like, yeah. I make amazing returns in Ohio and I can go vacation wherever the heck I want. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly right. Yeah. You know, I, I, the other thing that came up, well, what are you going to do? You're going to pull all that money back to Canada and Heck no, man, you keep it in the US and you get build this little pot and you can invest more, you can holiday more. US dollars stay in US dollars, you know, and Canadian dollars stay in Canadian dollars. That's all there is to it, right? Well, so. you can leverage then the, the, the dollar, right? So as, as it changes, because it's it goes up and down. In the last week, it uh, the well, we're, we're recording this in June, um, but um, the Canadian yeah. dollar uh, skyrocketed uh, by like three and a half cents and then by the, the next week, it went down three and a half cents. And there, there it's that's not a lot, but that's a lot for a week, right? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I follow this dollar and, um, you know, still, I, I just like you, um, the smart way to do this is have money coming in on both sides of the country or both sides of the border so that you're not, um, for me, it's, it, I'm not at the mercy of the dollar. 
Um, so, you know, if I want to bring money back from the US, I can do that when it's favorable to do that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't have to do that every month to pay myself, yeah. my salary or whatever, um, which I think is important as well. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a hedge. It's a, it's a hedge by being in both countries because they're going to run in different cycles. Different times are going to go up, turn times are going to go down, yeah. colors are going to change. Uh, and by being on both sides, you can take the best of both worlds and run off the other world whenever you don't need to, for, <laughs> need to right? It, it's really interesting. Like you're hitting on yet another advantage of being in the US. Like, and again, this is why I really encourage people to look at these masterminds and, and putting yourself, you, you don't know what you don't know, Glenn, right? You don't know what you don't know, but you got, you got to find people who know what you want to know and become friends and contacts with them to find out what you need to know. There's a lot of no's in there, but if you get my message, right? Like it's true. It's, it's all about contacts. And when you get these contacts, you know, you learn how to do, like I learned stuff like rental arbitrage. I didn't know anything about rental arbitrage very much at all. That was, that's an exciting business, right? It really is. Here we are 40, 50 properties or whatever in Alberta. And, you know, we could arbitrage every one of them if we wanted to. Right. And it works cow. for both sides. Yeah. It works from both sides. Like yeah. I'm like, as being with a property owner, I'm like, this is passed off to him. I got guaranteed rents, like going with section. Yeah. But from him, he doesn't have to buy the property and he can just scale his business by renting all these properties, right? And no mortgage applications, no anything like that yeah. to deal with. Both right? sides. Yeah. Win-wins, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a really, really good deal. I think that's that's got to be one of the best kept secrets, I think, in this real. I, I, I've been in it 12 years and I never really understood it till this year. Now, maybe I'm done and dumb and missing. I was maybe I'm the dumbest person in the room again. But, you know, that was that's a concept that just a, are you kidding me? Like, holy cow, there's some really great opportunity. And I look at it. You know what I get excited about, Glenn, is, is that's an opportunity for your kids. You know, we're thinking about, OK, well, let's start an arbitrage company that on, I'll, I'll own it with tranquility, but uh, my kids will own the arbitrage company and they run it. Right. So you can actually do the same thing. I'm a happy camper with the landlord paying my mortgages, et cetera, et cetera, the kids can make the difference. I don't necessarily need to make the money or, you know, we have this mentorship group that we run with these young kids that we're working with. And I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe I'll take one of my members of my, of my mentorship group and say, Hey, you know, Kate or Matt or Dan, you take this one and away you go. You got, you got a nice little 600 bucks, probably positive cash flow every month coming to you. And, and, and you, you don't need the same amount of money to set up. Like you need first to last or first yeah. security deposit, right? Like yeah. you don't need the yeah. same sort of money to run oh, this. No. Yeah, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's we a won't go into that too far though. Cause I'm going to have Carson on. I think I'm going to interview him next. Oh week. yeah. Well, Carson, he's the, he's the guy, right? He's what I, I just so thankful for meeting that guy. He's great. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I had Jay Massey on the show way back, probably like early 50s episode, like three or four years ago. He does it in California. So there's another people are listening. There is another episode on, on this way back that I did, but I haven't touched it in a long well, time. You don't want to miss the one with Carson. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably come right. Probably, probably lead right in this one. Might as well put it right on afterwards. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> guys back to back. We'll give him the intro. You can take the meat and the potatoes. <laughs> awesome. Um. That was a great interview. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show, John. It oh, it's so fun. Thank you for having me. I, I it's, it's fun to share your story and to hear other people's story and, and the, 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 the benefit of that to us and to our, our listeners is great for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks again. Okay. Thanks. Bye.